Welcome to episode 102 of the I Want to Party with Bob Bobcast. This episode is an interview and some songs with Ricky Schmidt, who you may know from the band's Western Settings and Hey Chells. Now, if you remember, this goes way back, Western Settings were on the Bobcast back in the year 2019. That was episode 7 to be exact. Wow, holy shit, that was a long time ago. That was a really long time ago. The Western Settings episode also was the second interview I had done for the Bobcast. Only the second interview, I should say. So here we are, kind of full circle in a way. You know, we've got Ricky, one half of the interviewees from episode 7 in this 102nd episode of the Bobcast. We're going back to our roots in some ways, yes. So what Ricky and I are going to talk about in this episode is Ricky's solo Music. Yes, Ricky has some seriously incredible solo stuff floating out there in cyberspace and on vinyl. I should say that as well. He's got a full-length record called Palm Trees. That one came out in November of 2020. Coming up very soon is a brand new solo record from Ricky. It's got two songs on it, one of which is the song Miss You. That one's going to be released on Paper Street Cuts Records in late May of 2021. Though you can, right now, buy the song, the one song, Miss You, digitally on Bandcamp. Link will be up on this episode's page of the Bobcast website. These songs are fucking amazing. I'm not kidding. I was completely blown away by how rad and how incredible these songs are. And it's not like any of these songs are a continuation of Western Settings or Hey Chells at all. This is all Ricky. And it's a little tricky to describe the songs. And I just rhymed. That was, yeah, that was good. That was pretty good. I think I hear a little Pixies influence in these songs. And it's like the good Pixies songs, in my mind. They're kind of echoes of like an 80s new wave kind of pop thing going on with these songs. And that would be kind of mixed together with like a modern day 2020s kind of punk rock sound. I don't know, maybe a little post-punk? It's really interesting, though, isn't kind of new wave and punk rock mixed together? That kind of is post-punk in some... Well, I don't know. Whatever. This is what we're going to do. Let's just hear the songs. We're going to play two songs by Ricky in this episode. Up first and right before the interview with Ricky is the song Spare Me. That one's off of the Palm Trees record. At the very, very end of the episode is the brand new song by Ricky simply titled Miss You. I'm not going to come back at the end of the episode like I normally do to say anything, so let me get my spiel out of the way right now. Thanks for listening to this episode. It hasn't even started yet, and I'm already saying thank you. Well, I'm trying to get that out of the way so you have more time to spend listening to these songs by Ricky and the words that he said to me when we talked recently. So anyway, thanks for listening to the episode, right? Please subscribe, rate, and review the Bobcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Please consider joining my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash I Want to Party with Bob. And also please subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can do that by going to www.youtube.com. Search for I Want to Party with Bob. There it is in all of its video-rific glory. Well, thanks again so much for listening to the I Want to Party with Bob Bobcast. Here's some songs by Ricky and a talk that I had with him very recently. Enjoy.
You are Ricky Schmidt. Welcome to the I Want to Party with Bob Bobcast. Ricky, like we were talking before this whole thing started, Ricky was the second interview I ever did on the Bobcast, episode number seven, <laughs> The Western Settings Spectacular. Yes. Yeah, so we go, we're coming full circle here with Ricky tonight. It's good to be back. Yeah. Good. Good to have you back. Definitely. I know you from the bands, Western Settings, and also from Hey Shells, but you've been doing solo stuff since. Sometime around 2019 or so, is that right? Yeah, I started. I, I started writing stuff for a couple of the songs on Palm Trees were were actually older. Like I've been playing for maybe since like 2017. Like that song Vietnam. I've been wanting to make a, a like a record on my own. And at first, I was like doing like acoustic songs, and I wrote like a bunch. I actually, wrote a bunch of songs. I ended up trashing because they were just like super super depressing. Songs. Oh sure. And so like I, I and I actually I tried recording them a few times and then. Every time I listened to him, I was like, I don't want to put this out. Like, this is too, too bummer, too, too much, too much of a bummer. So, so I scratched those. And then finally, like when the, when the pandemic hit, I was just like, okay, I'm going to do this and make, and then I decided to do it like full band style. So yeah, Palm Tree started like 2019 and then the rest of it uh, got finished during 2020. When you were doing, when the solo stuff kind of came up, what made you want to do it? Do you typically write songs for Western settings and for Hey Shells? And these are songs that you kind of wrote and you're like, no, these are for me or these don't really fit in either of those bands. And I think I want to save this for my own thing. Not necessarily. Like I would, I would always write and then like I'd bring a song and, uh, you know, I'd write a song and, and keep it pretty simple and like do like a, a chorus or verse and, and bring that to everybody and then like kind of build it with the band. But I always like sometimes I would demo stuff out uh, myself and have like more of like an idea of like how I wanted it to, wanted it to go and like when I, when you do it with the bands it, it turns into the band song and which is awesome and it turns into something different but it's that's what it is and I was I was doing more like demoing stuff at home and like was having more like uh, ideas where I was like okay I like have a certain idea that I want to do and it was, and just kind of found myself wanting to do that and explore that a little bit so. I think that's why I wanted to do that. Cool. So did it kind of start like with a couple songs? Say you'd write, you'd write some stuff like you're, are you constantly playing guitar on your own and kind of just working on little song things for, for the bands and also for yourself, just kind of always fiddling around, I guess I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always, uh, I'm always, I have a bunch of guitars at home. I'm always playing and uh, writing on I, I This year during the uh, pandemic, since the bars closed, um, I've been doing delivery driving for a dispensary and uh, I got like a little baby Yamaha guitar that like lives in my, in my car. So like, even like when I'm out delivering, like if I'm sitting there waiting for an order, like I'm just like messing around on the guitar, like trying to come up with something constantly writing. Yeah. I'll ask you more about this later, but I mean, do you think the pandemic in some way has helped fuel your creativity? I mean, as shitty as it is, as bad of a situation as it is, do you feel like it is kind of, added fuel to the fire of your creativity in some ways? I think in, in the, in the sense that it, it, gave, it gave me a lot more time to do that and with no distractions, so, so to speak, you know, so like there wasn't, you know, we weren't, weren't there's a very social, I am a very social person. So like before the pandemic, even, you know, I'd be out all the, like sometimes, you know, you get off work and I go to a bar or go to a show or yeah. now that's not a thing. Like even if I was working, you know, I'm going straight home after work and we're sitting around at home. So, I was like, okay, I'm going to just work on music. I think a lot of people did that. I know a lot of people just just like hunkered down and, and worked on music throughout the pandemic. And I think a lot of that music is coming out right now too, which is really cool. There's a ton of like records from bands and stuff coming out and 
a lot of projects from people. It's pretty cool. It is actually, you know, it's a, it's a, a very, a nice side effect of the pandemic for such a, as horrible as the pandemic has been. The fact that so many people were able to spend time being more creative and doing stuff like what you're doing. I mean, for you, you had a Hey Shells record came out, Palm Trees came out, and then your newest solo thing, they all came out in the pandemic days, right? Kind of one after mm-hmm. the other in some ways. So you've been busy. You've been keeping busy throughout the whole thing. And that's, do you think that's kind of keeping you going in some ways? We're actually, it totally, yeah. It's been definitely keeping me sane. But now we're going actually on a, on Thursday, we're going out with HLs to the, we got an Airbnb out in the Salton Sea and we're like bringing all of our gear out there and recording uh, an EP out there. So we're, we're excited about that. So we got, a, yeah, HLs has a new EP that we wrote and that's, we're recording here in a couple of days. And then I have a whole nother full length that I'm recording in June. Some of the songs for your solo stuff, and I mean, we did kind of talk about this a second ago. Are some of those songs too personal that you wouldn't even take them to the other bands? And you're like, you know what? This is just mine. I don't want the other bands to have anything to do with this song in some ways. There was one thing that I did. Not Most of them, not so much. There are some songs on Palm Trees and even on the new one that I'm doing in June. And it's something that I've never done. And I've always kind of steered away from is like, writing songs that are any way, shape or form, like a love song, <laughs> uh-huh. but, uh, which is pretty funny. Like I, I just never, ever, like even, if, you know, there was something that I just never did. I was like, I, I don't know if I had something against it, but I just never wanted to. But, uh, but I am, uh, you know, Jackie and uh, I've been with Jackie now for like three years and, and things are pretty rad with us. I don't know. So that's just, that's been kind of working its way into my songs. And that's something that I've never done before. And, uh, any of my other bands. So, but like this still, as far as like the other songs, like what I'm singing about and stuff, it's all stuff that could be a Western setting song or a HL song even, but HL is Jackie's thoughts. Anyway, I'm not really writing words for HL. Just work. I just work on music stuff for HL. But the record Palm Trees, it came out in November of 2020. That record to me, it seems like it's your pet sounds. It's like your version of the pet sounds record. And I did steal this reference from an interview you did by music bugle, by the way. Uh, thank you music bugle please don't sue me for anything there's a lot going on in those songs there's percussion stuff going on i mean i heard like maracas in a song and i was like holy shit that fits perfectly (laughs) you have jackie doing a lot of singing in different in different places i think i heard some keyboards that i was suspecting or her in that as well it's not your straightforward, like modern day punk rock record at all. It's an incredible record, I think. But when you went in, when you went in to do this record, did you have the idea in your head you wanted to kind of mess around with different things, like referencing back to the Pet Sounds thing? Did you go, you know what? I'd like to kind of mess with putting Jackie's voice in this part or, or with having this percussion stuff kind of going on. Was that kind of your goal in some ways? We, it's funny. So, so first we started working on the songs and we were, the demos were going that kind of that direction. And we had Jackie, Jackie was doing stuff on them. And uh, my friend Shane Hendry, he plays uh, in a bunch of different bands. Um, he's from the Bay, but uh, he, he was doing the percussion on it. So he was demoing up the percussion and, and he sent back one of the songs and it had like all the songs over the percussion on it. And I was, he was like, do you like this? And I was like, yes, that's awesome. Like do, do more of that. Cool. So he started adding it into the other songs and stuff too. And then it's, this is where it gets really funny is I sent it to my friend, uh, Tyler Gibson. He's one of my really good friends, but he's like someone that I will send demos to all the time and like bounce ideas and be like, Oh, what do you think about this? 
and I sent the whole um, record to him as, as a demo, and he and he he wrote back to me. He's like, dude, this is like this is rad. He's, he's like, it reminds me of like a fucked up pet sounds. So I was like, that's really cool. And then I like I was talking to Shane, and I was like, yeah, Tyler Gibson said this about it. I was like, we should lean into that. And I was like, that, that's pretty rad. We should lean into that. So and so and then we kind of leaned into that. Yeah, so it was rad. But and then I've I've also been it's, that's also funny too is I have been like listening to a lot of Beach Boys. I've never gotten really into the Beach Boys in like the last couple of years. I've been listening to a lot of the Beach Boys. Yeah, I became a huge like Brian Wilson fan like, of all the, all of his music and writing and stuff. And so I think that's probably why some of that is coming through. It, it, it's, it's not a surprise that I'm into them and, and maybe going for a little bit of that sound. Maybe some <laughs> of that like bled into it. You know, the influence. And, okay, that's good though. There's That's absolutely nothing yeah. wrong with that. I think it's great. Why don't we talk a little bit more about Pet Sounds right now? And I'm going to throw some true or false kind of trivia or little known facts about Pet Sounds at you. I'm going to see, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to see how well how well you know Pet Sounds in some ways. True or false? Pet Sounds was in large part inspired by Brian Wilson having a panic attack on a plane in the year 1964. True or false? Oof. I do know, I do know that that was like right after he did, uh, he was, he started getting into like LSD and stuff. So maybe that would make sense. Yeah. I don't know about the plane factoid though. He got me on that one. <laughs> cool. Well, what do you think? Throw, throw a guess out there. What do you think? Was it true or false? Did a panic attack have something to do with pet sounds happening as a record? I'm going to say, let's say true. True. You are correct. Yes, it is true. <laughs> it is true. In December, 1964, Brian Wilson was on a flight to Houston and they're getting ready to start a Beach Boys tour. He had a really bad panic attack. He collapsed in the aisle of the plane, was crying and screaming and freaking out. He canceled the tour, went home. He told the rest of the band, I can't tour anymore. I'm just yeah. going to write songs. I'm going to write a bunch of crazy songs. And more or less, Pet Sounds came out of that whole incident. That was one yeah. of the main triggers for it. So, okay. Well, good job. First, yeah. good, first answer, correct. All right. <laughs> number, <laughs> question number two, true or false, the Beatles record Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band was an influence on Brian Wilson while he was creating the songs for Pet Sounds. True or false? No, that's false. It's the, it's the other way around, yeah. That's a fun one, too, because like it's fun telling people that one. They're just like, well, really? But, yeah, yeah. I, I would have thought it would be the other way around. I totally would have. But they said, I think Brian Wilson said there was a Beatles record that totally influenced the way he was writing the songs for Pet Sounds. Like he was like, Pet Sounds wouldn't have happened without this Beatles record. I think those two bands were like always like uh, neck and neck. I think it was like a thing, like almost like a, I don't know if it was a competition or what you want to call it, but it seems like that way. Like I think there's another thing like where when uh, God Only Knows How Much I Love You came out, like heard, he heard it. I can't remember which one it was, but heard it and was just like, oh, fuck, like, how am I ever going to write a song that good? You know uh, right, like, right, those, yeah. Those guys, always, those guys were always back and forth with each other. Like, But I think they're all buds, too, to, to some extent. All right, question number three, true or false? One of the strangest musical instruments used on Pet Sounds was a can of Coca-Cola used as an instrument. Is that true or false? I want to say that's true. If it wasn't, if it wasn't, there was there was something else weird like that. You're right. No, it's true. It is true. Yes, Pet Sounds, famous for its very unusual and comedic, almost use of very strange instruments: bicycle horns, vibraphones, yeah. timpani, finger cymbals, coke cans, accordions, 
water jugs were some of the instruments. They were like yeah. bringing everything out that they could find to use it. That's so great. Did, did you ever see? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Did you ever see the uh, that the session that Brian Wilson did? It was like it's not. It was not that long ago. And it's pretty funny because they have like all that weird shit, like live, like all, they have like the people playing all the weird stuff. And like, there's like certain songs where people are like just pulling out like all this weird shit and like playing it. It's pretty funny. Oh, that's <laughs> rad. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Well, let's move on. Let's talk about your brand new solo record. It's, there are two songs, Miss You and Black Room. There's a vinyl version of the record released by Paper Street Cuts, and you can get it digitally via Bandcamp and all that. Did you do all this record in your living room? Did Shane even come down and play drums in your living room and you just recorded straight from there? Yeah, we did. Uh, um, Shane came down. We did a live session um, with this thing called Halfway Home in Solana Beach. And they do like, you know, they like record you playing and then like video it too. But he, so he came down for that. Uh, he was down. Miss You was actually on, on, was a part of the batch of songs of that record I was telling you about that we're recording in June. But it was like such a, it was like such a, like a, you know, right now song was like, you know, it's a song about missing your friends right now and everything. And we just, and he was down here and like, we're like, dude, we should just release this as a single right now because it might not be relevant much longer. Like once everything opens back up, you know, yeah. people might not like, I was like, you know, let's just do it. So, um, so we, yeah, we recorded it in our, in our living room and our, our recording engineer is named Scott Goodrich and he was up in Oakland. He gave us like strict guidance and like, totally like helped me like figure out how to mic everything up well and like do it and I was like yeah I put this mic here put that mic there um do this and kind of made sure that we were good and then we just so we tracked everything and then just sent it to Scott and he mixed it all up and did everything up there in Oakland Scott's really 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 good at what he does you just mentioned that the song miss you kind of deals with missing your friends missing people due to the pandemic and that type of thing Rather than talk to you about kind of the sadness about being away from and missing people during the pandemic, what's something really good and something really positive that you would say happened during the pandemic? What's something you're going to come away from and say, yeah, this is really a good part of being stuck at home for so long? You know, other than other than having time to work on music, Bob, I'm not really sure. I've actually, being, being 100% honest, I've, I've had a... I know everybody has, but like it's a, it's been a rough fucking year, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really have a lot of good things to say about this year. I guess some cool things that maybe had happened during this time period. We got Trump out of office. That was like that was one cool thing to see happen during this time period. Not all the fucked up shit that's happened, but to see everybody stand up and and demand change and actually see at least some 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 movement in a good direction there. Yeah, with um, Black Lives Matter and and just everything and the social injustice. And, and so it feels like there's been some progress made uh, uh, during this time period. So that's a positive thing that's happened during this time for sure. But maybe that, maybe those two things and then being able to work on music, really good things I could think of. That's about <laughs> it. Yeah. And that's good though. I mean, because, you know, even though, like you said, the black lives matter movement and the protests during the summer and the social justice changes that are starting to happen, that's a, it affects your mental health. It affects, how you view the world, it affects how our friends and neighbors and loved ones are treated by other people because we're moving forward finally in some ways, I think. So, mm -hmm. well, what's next? What do you got planned? I know you're saying you have, you're going to start recording a new solo record in June. What about the other bands? Hey, you're saying HLs have, are recording this weekend, Western Settings, maybe Fest, I think, right? 
Yeah, yeah, we're we're, uh, we're on Fest. Western Sundays and Hay shows are both booked on Fest. So, you know, we're all getting our, I think everybody's got their backs now. Um, so we should be good. And it looks like Fest is moving forward and trying to, and making sure that things are safe. So it looks like, and it's, it's still far enough, far enough out, but I feel like it's a pretty good chance that it's going to happen and it's going to be good. But, you know, I always reserved in the back of my head that maybe it, it might not happen, but, but hopefully it will. Um, but that's the only thing as far as like live music we have planned for the year. And, uh, even if everything opened up again, full blast. Like, I know that people are trying to play shows and stuff. We'll probably hold off on that until we'll, we'll probably do fast. And then, and then anything else will be in 2020, 2022 or something. Sure. Yeah. So, but yeah, so we're just recording. We're going to do, Hey Charles is going to do the CP and then uh, I'm going to do a full length in June. And then we've been talking with Will and, and Adam and, and Dylan and, and we're tossing on the idea, starting to write some new stuff too. We've been, we've been very like uh, quiet and kind of sleepy as far as, I'm doing anything, so so it's going to take a little little jolt and dusting off the shelves to get us <laughs> get our gears going again. But but uh, we're we're talking about it. So well, great, bud. Well, thanks so much for talking to me. I really appreciate it, dude. Thanks for having me, Bobby. It's, it's rad. It's rad seeing your face and talking to you.